Welcome to Real Paranormal Activity, the network. Entertainment you'll enjoy. You are listening to an RPA production where people gather. Foss Corporation, LLC. My mother had told us that our home was built on Indian burial grounds. If your home is sitting in an area where there are people who are dead, then you're going to get vibes or certain certain feelings. when we would have to take out the, the trash at night, we would kind of run out and drop a bag in the trash and run back. Because you feel something that wasn't right. We got there in 68. The home had a lot of trees and the courtyard was dark. The first set of guards we had there tell us that when they're in the guard booth, they look down the driveway, and they would see an old woman come from the garage area and walk across the courtyard and go just disappear on the other side. They would visually see this woman and they would try to run it back on the cameras. The camera's everywhere, in every angle. There's no way you can't go out without being captured on camera any place on the, on the property, even behind the house. They would never see her. They couldn't record her. She wouldn't record. So we said, okay, we thought that they were just saying things. We had another set of cars coming later, and they said the same thing. Then we had another set of guards, and the same thing. It, it repeated itself, eight different groups. She would always come from the same direction. She would never walk back. She would just come out of that way and go across. Some of the guards were really afraid. They would not go out there because they knew that it was, it was not human. Jenny Ashford, the author of House of Fire and Whispers, Investigating the Seattle Demon House, and you're listening to Real Paranormal Activity, the podcast with Aaron Hunter. Welcome. I'm Aaron Hunter, purveyor of paranormal stories, the occult, and the unexplained. Welcome to RPA. I hope you enjoy your stay.
Hey guys, Aaron here, and Britt is currently away, and it is Monday, February 8th, 2021, episode 253. How's everyone out there around the world doing? And as always, I'm always glad to be back in the hot seat. And this week, we have a full week for you, compared to last week, which was pretty slow, so yeah. Aaron's Heart Show is back tomorrow, and Terry's Mysterious Moments with Terry from Texas is back Wednesday. And if you guys haven't seen the new indie short film that was released this past Friday, check it out if you like sci-fi. And what did everybody think over here in the States about the Super Bowl? I personally enjoyed it. And what about that halftime show? Yeah, I know. (laughs) But overall, I enjoyed myself. And that's all I have for uh, announcements. Yeah, I know, it's pretty short. It's just getting pretty cold over here. Temperatures are dropping. But winter is almost over. I hope. I hope. And we're going to do more listener stories. And next Monday, we have an interview. And so, let's get right down to it. And you guys know what that means. Oh, yeah, man. Come on. Say it with me. Say it with me. That's right. Two. The story then. Follow me right this way. No pushing, no shoving. And the fires are blazing, as always. And you guys know what to do. Grab a beanbag over there in the corner, find an empty spot on the floor, and as always, let me get on my seat here. Oh yeah. And I print off Britt's packet. Thank you, Britt. And oh yeah. It's a bunch of medium ones. Okay. Alright. Let me take a sip of my green tea real quick. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. So good when it hits the lips. Alright. The first one. This one is by Jules. And it's titled, A Child Ghost. Okay, Jules. Let's see what you got, man. My son awoke from a nightmare and asked to sleep in my room. The time was 12.03 a.m., Once tucked in, we began to watch a TV show on Netflix to help us both get to sleep. Sometime between 2 a.m. and 3 a.m., as we are still watching Netflix through my laptop, a loud beep and flash came from my laptop. The sound was similar to, and if not the same as, the sound it makes when I unplug the charger cable, but the flash, I can't explain. As I began to get out of bed to check it out, my son suddenly has a high-pitched sound ring through both ears and what he described as a popping feeling at the back of his neck. It happened so quickly that it was not a health issue, so we dismissed it. As I turned to get back into bed, my cat suddenly started running from room to room. This behavior has been going on the last few days. I ignore it and lay down, and no sooner do I hear a childlike laugh come from the hallway, (laughs) and as I turn to the sound, I see a small dark shadow leave the room. This is not the first time I've heard what sounded like my son late at night to discover he is sound asleep, but this is definitely the first encounter in certainty that a child spirit is in the house. Neither myself nor my son were afraid, and I hope this will not be our last encounter. 
Past experiences leading up to my certainty that it is a child spirit are loud running and small steps on the second level late at night, hours after my son has gone to bed. What sounds like laughter, and probably actually was laughter in hindsight, toys in my son's room dropping to the floor while he is asleep, and the toys were on a dresser across the room and with a ledge around it. They absolutely could not have just fell off. And many nights I have felt someone's presence in my room that immediately gives me thoughts that it's my son awake. But when I get up to check again, he's sleeping. My son has also mentioned seeing a child in his room. But at the time I chalked it up to his imagination. Now I'm not so sure. Love the podcast. And that's by Jules. Hey, Jules, thank you very much for sharing that. And man, we're getting uh, quite a few of these, uh, you know, child ghosts, uh, imaginary friend type stuff. Uh, last few episodes, I think. Yeah, it doesn't sound uh, bad. Sounds like it uh, likes playing with your son's toys. And uh, it makes a little bit of noise. It's running around laughing. Yeah, kind of creepy. <laughs> but yeah, like you said, you're not uh, afraid of it. And uh, you guys don't feel afraid, that sort of thing. And you hope you get more encounters, huh? Well, that's a good way to look at it. Hey, Jules. Thank you very much for sharing. Great story. Yeah. I don't know, the laughter thing? Yeah, that would just give me chills, man. All right. What do we got next? What do we got here? Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. This one is by Jerry, and it's titled Lake House. Okay, Jerry, let's see what you got, man. I really don't know what to call this. It started when I bought the house I live in now. The house is a lake cabin built in the late 50s, and as far as I know, I'm the first one to live in it on a permanent basis. Trying to fill it up with furniture and living on a dime... The only real choice I had was to hit the second-hand shops, and around here, Central Texas, they are most abundant. The house I live in is less than 100 meters from a very large lake, and the area is about 99.9% limestone and nothing but woods around. This may have something to do with it, but I don't know. Of all the items I got, two stand out as having something come with them. The first item was a wash basin from the 19th century. It came with a sound. As I was sitting at my desk working, I heard the unmistakable sound of water being poured. Being the only one home, I went into the bathroom to check the sink and shower. They were both dry. Finding nothing that could cause a sound I went back to work, and no more than two minutes later, the same sound happened again. 
This time I zeroed in on the wash basin. There are no pipes behind or around it in the walls, etc., etc. I guess this would be a residual haunting. The second item would be a grandfather clock or the creepy clock as my nephews call it. They have been known to stop the pendulum to stop the clock. I don't know. It just freaks them out. I was again alone in the house. I had just keyed the clock when out of nowhere, right next to my left ear, I hear, I'm standing here. It was a male voice and sounded a little urgent or hyper. And for some odd reason, I didn't jump, scream or run. I did not feel any good or bad vibes. I felt indifference. I guess this would be an intelligent haunting. Both of these have just been a one-time thing. The house itself, I feel, was not haunted. When you walk in, it feels like a dead battery. But we do get what I feel are things just passing through. Not staying long, and with all the woods and water around, an elemental or two have been seen or felt by different family members, but again, they don't stay around. Thanks for reading. And that's from Jerry. Hey, Jerry, thank you very much for sharing. Nice and short and sweet. Right to the point. I like that. Yeah, it's been a while since we got um, a story in about, well, haunted items. That's interesting, though. You only heard it one time. This must be fairly recent. Yeah, write in again if you hear anything more, but yeah, you know, uh, every once in a while we get a story in about, you know, going to a garage sale or, uh, yeah, thrift stores. I personally like thrift stores. I, uh, I like just to browse, and every once in a while I'll see something that catches my eye, you know, something I've never seen before, and uh, I'll pick it up, you know, chess sets. I like chess uh, and things like that. But, uh, yeah, thankfully, nothing, yeah, nothing, nothing strange has ever happened. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've bought in quite a few things from uh, thrift stores. But, yeah, Jerry, thank you very much for sharing. Great story. All right. Yeah, I like to browse around those stores. Pretty neat stuff. And just a friendly reminder for everyone out there who's listening, if you have an experience, merely send it in to Aaron, A-A-R-O-N, at realparanormalactivity.com, and I'll read it off on a future episode. This one is by Jenna, and it's titled, Dad. Okay, Jenna, let's see what you got, man. This is my first story. Please pardon me for my bad English. The story which I am going to narrate is not mine. It's my mom's experience. This incident happened in year 2004 when I was just eight years old. My father committed suicide. The reason is still unknown to me and my mom. At that time, my family was almost ruined. We were financially and emotionally devastated. It was a shock to my mom as she needed my dad in that stage of life. After six months from his death, my mom was recovering emotionally. She started to handle our shop and everything was about to go in the right direction 
But at that time, I got double pneumonia. I was admitted immediately. I was almost on death's bed. My mom used to stay with me in the hospital. I don't remember the exact date, but after one month, I was still in the hospital and there was no sign of recovery. One night, I was kept on glucose saline as I had become extremely weak. I was fast asleep and even my mom was sleeping in the cot which was next to me. Something woke her up. She felt someone come into our room. As I was the only patient on the block, there was no chance for anyone else to come. My mom looked at my cot and she froze. It was my dad standing near me. My mom told me that he was just looking at me and he said to my mom, don't worry, she'll be fine soon. And he just disappeared into thin air. My mom was damn scared, but she didn't tell me about it as she didn't want to scare me. My mom is a light sleeper, and so of course, she was not dreaming. And the most astonishing thing, I did recover within a week. After this, my mom saw my dad many times but I never saw him. I was really close to my dad as I was the only child. And thank you for giving your precious time. And that's from Jenna. Holy cow, Jenna. Thank you very much for sharing that and very sorry about your dad. And yeah, yeah, double pneumonia. Yeah, that's, uh, that's not good. <laughs> and I'm glad you recovered. That's interesting. Um, even if she was dreaming, you know, some people see whatever, spirits, past loved ones, you know, they get messages in dreams. So even though if she was dreaming or, you know, she's awake and she heard him talk to you or, or talk to her, uh, he did say uh, not to worry, you're going to recover soon. And guess what? Within a week, you did. Uh, coincidence? Hey. <laughs> I don't know. But yeah, that's a great story. And again, very sorry uh, about your dad. And thank you for sharing. All right. And that is it, guys. Yeah, I know, short one. And so with that, thank you, as always, for coming to the Real Paranormal Activity Network. And remember, this Tuesday, there's a brand new show of Aaron's Heart Show. And also this Wednesday, a brand new show of Terry's Mysterious Moments with Terry from Texas and always remember listen to us at work and watch your day fly by we're on all the major audio platforms such as Pandora iHeartRadio Spotify etc etc get the free RPA app just do a search for Real Paranormal Activity the podcast and download it today for free we're here we're there we're everywhere and also thank you to our premium members it really helps us out and pays the bills and with that, I am calling it. The show's been produced by myself and Britt, and is also made possible by LaFosse Corporation. And man, we love you. Oh, yeah, we do. And as always, thank you and good night.